Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What you are about to hear is an episode I recorded a few days ago with Luke Kidgel. Luke Kidgel is the top comedian in terms of sheer numbers. I think he's also the top comedian in terms of handsomeness, uh, boyish, good-natured optimism, and uh, crowd work. How's that? Obviously, I'm the best comedian in general because I, if I didn't think I was the best comedian, I wouldn't do it anymore. But Luke Kidgel has a real positive energy and he's built a big, big following, and he's very, very funny, and I really enjoy watching him work. And um, so I interviewed him for the podcast. He came to town, and I opened for him, and he agreed to let me interview him for the podcast. And, uh, well, I interviewed him in an Ikea food court. That's where we went for the first part of the interview. Uh, People get sick of me saying it came to me in a dream, but I have wanted to, for a long time, do a podcast visually. You know, when people put up the clips of their podcast, they're just sitting about on their couch or in their little studio, and they all sort of look the same to me. So I wanted to do something visually more interesting and set it up sort of like a Pokemon battle where you can see the outline of the back of one person's head and then the other person's in the distance. But then it flips and it's the other way around. So visually, it's great. If you'd like the visual episode, uh, currently I'm just going to pop that up on the Patreon. And that will last for about a week before it is publicly available on YouTube. And uh, you can listen to the audio here. I'm sorry about the uh, clattering in the IKEA food court. Uh, Well, I'm not sorry. I think that adds to the charm. But if you'd like the video version, which is the superior version, you can go over to the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan Patreon. Or just wait a single week and have it for free on YouTube. Can you please stop saying that? If more people join the Patreon, James says he's going to start paying us money. 
The people have a right to know that they're not actually getting that much value when they join the Patreon. And, uh, you know, for as low as $5 a month, there's a whole lot of content there and many podcast episodes for you to enjoy. And what will also be there for you to enjoy in the near future is the James Donald Forbes McCann Christmas Special. Christmas Special. Christmas Special. Here. For your listening pleasure is the Luke Kidgel interview. And, of course, if you'd like that visual pleasure, please go over to the Patreon. God bless. Much love. Thank you very much. So, as a child, what's your, what's your youngest and most pressing memory? Um, oh, that's a bold question to ask in an IKEA food court. Mm. But I think it's important that we get back to the beginning um, for the opening. Wait, what? To think about who we are. I'll tell you mine. My first memory okay. is it was my first birthday party and I walked into a screen door that closed on my face. It was closing in and it hit me right in the noggin. And that's your first memory? It's my first memory. What jumps out at you? Um, I remember stuff from kindergarten. Like I remember that we used to put these rings on our arms and you'd be more powerful uh, if in the kindergarten, like, I guess in hindsight they were just quits rings, but at the time we'd all put them over our arms and it was a fight to get the most rings, um, and we'd all run to like the shed where all the equipment was and try and get the most rings. And that's probably three-year-old kinder. Oh, I have memory. You know, you have memories that you think you remember, but you someone's really just told you later in life it happened. Yes. And or I've seen a yes. family video. I had a memory where I went to Puffing Billy once as a child um, which is the steam train in Belgrave in Melbourne and um, I had pebbles in my shoe the entire time and mum at the end I was crying all day and mum and dad couldn't work out why I was crying because I couldn't communicate yet and uh, at the end of the day mum felt awful because she took off my shoes and they were just full of rocks and she's wait but did, now that really happened that really happened but she, they couldn't figure out why I was crying all day long they just thought I was being a sook like they thought I hate, hated trains but it's just because I couldn't walk all day because I had rocks in my shoes but I, I, I didn't have the vocabulary yet to explain my predicament I think it's interesting you've got two rock based memories to begin with but also both about power yeah one about accruing power and the other about the power other people have over you and not being believed yeah but, and I, Do you feel that that's a struggle for you? <laughs> Go on, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, sorry, I just meant I, I think I look back on that as a traumatic memory that I think I only remember it because it's been told to me later in life. I have no memory of that, but I know it happened. Intriguing. Me and my brother, we once climbed a mountain in New Zealand and became lost. And uh, it's not, it doesn't figure largely in my memory, but my parents thought we were going to die. And we actually thought we were going to die at the time. We recorded a video on the family camcorder saying goodbye if we died on this New Zealand mountain. And I, my brother and I are quite happy to leave that in the past and not reflect on it. But, you know, because they have that video and have held on to it, every time a girlfriend would come over to my parents' house or a friend or whatever, they would insist on putting this video on over and over again. Yeah. That it was, a, to me, traumatic. You know, to you, the rock thing, not even important. But reiterated over and over again like a character-defining thing yes yes yeah, so what was the choice to open with first memory is that a common mm-hmm. guest question where else should we begin where else should we begin here on the James Donald Forbes McCann catamaran plan Ikea special <laughs> we're speaking with Luke Kidgel the most successful can we now say I think of, of a generation of comedians you're now the most successful no hmm 
Well, financially in Australia, yes. No. Wait, wait, what do you mean generation? Like, dude, Dave Hughes would be loaded. He, Dave Hughes is not in our generation. Dave right. Hughes belongs to another time. Tommy I think Little? our generation... I think our generation should potentially be defined as uh, people who have come to some sort of prominence or done their work at a time after television had the ability to make anyone a star. Right. So Tommy Little was there right at the end, right? Tommy Little, right at the end, bam! Yeah. Everybody knows Tommy Little. But even if someone was in Tommy Little's position now, they couldn't make him Tommy Little the way they used to. I think that's a defining transition. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't think it's up to... It's not my place to say where I where I stand. Well, I'm, I'm not going like to not gonna sit here on this, on your beautiful podcast in an Ikea food court and rank Australian comedians financially. <laughs> you don't have to. But I think within, <laughs> within two parameters... Uh, you're an exceptional talent and worth speaking to here on the show today. Within all of the comedians who are respectable and, and good at doing comedy, mm-hmm. that the comedians go, oh, that guy's pretty good at comedy. You are, you are doing the best financially. But then, within all the internet people, you know, when people, whenever comedians are shit-talking internet comedians, and they, which they might not do in front of you, right? Because oh, that might be considered poor form. I know it happens. And, and they actually do do it in front of me sometimes. <laughs> well, I do it all the time. Yeah. But people will always say, and whenever someone starts off, I will always say, you know, they go, this guy sucks, this guy sucks. They're just internet people. And I'll say, but what about Luke Kidgel? And they'll go, Luke Kidgel is the one who crosses, you know, in this, um, it's the singular point where the two circles meet of these two worlds of people with some sort of indie comedy club credibility and then also people who can actually make a living doing comedy. I mean, that's a very unusual position to be in and a lot of people must really hate you for it. Um, I'm not sure. I hope that's not the case, but potentially. I think there's a few <laughs> others. Like, I think Neil Kohaka has... I'm being unkind. Almost, I'm being unkind. Of course, Neil Yeah, I, I think there's a few others because Neil Kohaka has also done mainstream stuff and online stuff and he's been on, like, the Sydney Gala and whatnot. You know, there's a few people that are that have transcended what I've done even. So I, I look, I appreciate you're all very kind. The fact the fact that you've come up with one name, I think, drives home the rarity of this situation. Not <laughs> because we could also say there are a great number of excellent comedians. I'm not even saying talent. I'm saying, you know, people who decide to go out to the clubs night after right. night after night. This is a rarity. This is an unusual thing. Lewis does it, who I did a podcast with many years. Lewis Spears, he gigs. You know, look, man, I, I can sit here and... this podcast come and look at my friends and they're all excellent. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure they're great. But I think you're in a, a fairly... People seem to favour one or the other. Oh, well, I, I appreciate it. Um, the, now, I'm not even saying it's a good thing. I mean, the work ethic, <laughs> it means you must be driven by some preternatural <laughs> unpleasantness. You're like, can you, you stop know? taking things I say as a compliment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean it like, well done, congratulations. It's like, what is this coming at the expense of? Where in your personal light are you, are you being hollowed out? Like, for one thing, you're in this... Now, we, we will concede that this is an unusual position. Your girlfriend works with you creatively and professionally. Yes. And I assume intimately. Now this is a this is a that must be a very close relationship. Yeah, especially the intimate one. That's the uh, side. That's <laughs> that, that part of it is extremely close. Um, thank goodness for that. We don't have a HR department at our workplace for that reason. 
because <laughs> uh, that would be bad news if we did. Actually, I think she is head of HR, but she allows it, so that's fine. Um, but it, she's, actually, she's been doing some serial abusing and not reporting it upstairs. Yeah, it's true, terrible. actually. <laughs> um, no, it's cool working with her. I mean, it kind of just happened naturally. She During COVID, she worked in a, she was a, a remedial masseuse. And um, mm. then, obviously, that all shut down. And then she started doing some bits and pieces for me. Kind of enjoyed it and then just never went back. And she also had some health problems that didn't permit her to be on her feet all day. She has a heart condition. Um, she has uh, POTS and uh, a bunch of other health issues. So it kind of just works. This is not even to mention the eye condition that has struck her down today. No, that, that was just a bad... Uh, she went to a, a dodgy lash bar. Um, and she is now taking steroids because they put they chemically burned her eyes. No, but th- oh, I see it. <laughs> she does have an actual chronic illness, um, but other than her current eye can, uh, temporary eye hindrance. <laughs> um, should we explain to your listeners? Um, so if it sounds like I can't hear James properly, um, that's because that is the case. Um, we're in. I think we don't mention what's happening, and we don't try and explain it. I think the best ideas come. On some sort okay. of subconscious level, and why? See, and here's no, as long then, as people just know that I, there's literally can hear mm-hmm. every second word you're saying. So, you, you know, you're can. Oh, I'll slow it down. It's the AirPods. They don't actually work as a communication device. No. You know? Would you like me to bring my phone up to my ear? I mean, as that well? might be a clearer way of oh. doing it. I'll what join is funny you on your is terms. there few people are staring, but no one has the. I guess it's so wild what you can get away with. I'm, I won't be able to hear you for a moment. Now, how's that? Is that any better? Is that better there? All right. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Now, you might want to lift that screen back up so people can see my beautiful face. You have this... Uh, now, a lot of you, you basically have a road dog lifestyle. I mean, you're touring how many days a year? I don't know. You've got four shows in Adelaide. At the moment. Are we still on? We're still yeah. on. Four shows in Adelaide over two days, which is a lot by anybody's book, you know? And the fact that you're traveling together with your partner, mm. that your brother, I think, is taking care of you know, how much I get paid for the opening spots, yeah. which I appreciate, yeah. you know? There is a, there's a family element to all of this. Yeah, and you know, you know my mum works for me as well. She fulfills the merch. I was unaware of this. Is this true? No, this is 100% true. And what is funny, we're, we have about eight people working for us now. Four of them, are, well, one of them is my best friend from high school. Um, yes. it's, a, it's a real family affair and dad has just retired for, he, he was a primary school teacher and there is, a, there is a big chat of hiring him as security just to get 100% <laughs> the immediate family in the business and what's funny is uh, everyone gets to invite their partners to our Christmas party and because my mum works for me it means my dad is now at the Christmas party too. <laughs> this is this is an, again I like whenever unusual things happen in pairs, I like to wonder if they dovetail, that you have this community-mindedness and that also you're competing in all these fields creatively, professionally, top of the game. I mean, your personal relationships seem to be in sync. There's a lot of people, like a lot of comedians who would do one thing, right? Would sit in their room and bang out the computer all day or would just go to stage after stage after stage, getting the comedy right and tight, but basically as an excuse to have sex, meaningless sex with many women in many different cities or many men, some of the gay comedians, some of the woman comedians, fine. But that really can't be your motivation because you have your girlfriend up the back of the room Mm. making a videotape of you and possibly mum in the corner doing the merch and dad working the security. I mean... (laughs) What is that the, are you asking me what is the motivation? 
Well, I'm saying, is there... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is not what is the motivation. I want to get to the motivation. We'll come back to the childhood memory. But I want to say, do you think these things work in synthesis? That this is, these are non-tortured personal relationships that might allow you to achieve at a very high I level. I think so. Because I think yeah. I had, I've been with other, other management and stuff before and it, and it was fine and it, but it just didn't work out or whatever. And I now prefer it because... Ultimately, the reason why I did my brother, I know some people say you shouldn't work with family. And it may, by the way, this is early stages. In We record mm. another you know, episode in perhaps like a, a McDonald's food court or something like that in a few years. <laughs> I might not speak to any oh, of my family the big members. Oh, we at that point. That's true. You know what I mean? Like this is early days. Uh, people say it's like, uh, a lot of people warn me like you shouldn't go on business with your family. But we've always been mm. a pretty close family. And even if it doesn't work out, I don't think we'll all cut off ties. But I, th- I just, just trust my brother in the sense that, like, he has all my best interests at heart, you know? Yes. Not only for, like, himself, because obviously he takes a cut, but also, like, he he doesn't want to see me homeless you. and fail, like... Well, he wants to see you come up. And his suffering is your suffering. He doesn't want to be responsible exactly. for his brother's suffering. I mean, sometimes I think of that Elvis movie, you know, where Elvis's daddy doesn't look out for Elvis. Yeah. Elvis, you got to go back to Vegas. <laughs> you got to do it again. I'm sorry. We sorry. did start calling him the snowman for about two months after <laughs> the film came out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Like whenever he like he like there was one where we'd all, we were already doing you know for merch we we're doing stubby coolers we we're doing t-shirts caps jumpers posters you name it and then my brother goes what about coasters and we were like snowman strikes again <laughs> and can I, I can I, I tell so you yeah, the coasters tell were not a hit. <laughs> <laughs> because we were selling stickers and then some people saw round stickers on the table and said oh and they thought the coasters were well, stickers well they said hey are these coasters and then, then they were like no 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 they're actually stickers and they mistook people's curiosity as demand and it was there was no demand there was people just curious to see what we were selling but, and then we Jack's like dude wait are you saying that the idea came out of him just there being something circular on the table and people wondering what it was yeah, and he's gone people, people kept people asking hunger for if coasters. they were coasters and then Jack was like dude people keep asking for coasters I'm like no 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 they were asking about coasters <laughs> <laughs> they were clarifying what the round object was I don't think anyone does do merch coast, coaster I signed merch. some last night after the show and I and because we don't sell them very often so then when someone does buy them I always go oh yeah we have coasters <laughs> you get to- well, they'd be easy to travel with. And, and these are reusable coasters, yeah, right? Not like I don't think we'll be doing coasters again next year. We're going to stick to stubby coolers. They are a popular item. The stubby coolers hit in regional Queensland. 
people more excited to have something they can carry around with their beer rather than what they leave their beer on? Exactly. There's something about it. But you see, I mean, do you see just to turn to my point, and I think it's a very important, so I just lean around this way. I'll leave it over this way. The, uh, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, like, that's, I just mean that that's two uh, unique things in the business about you and the way you're conducting yourself. And if I may say a third thing, the ease with which you carry yourself. We were talking yesterday about, um, I was speaking mostly about Kanye and his Adolf Hitler obsession. Yeah, I, I don't saying, go on Twitter no, no, that much. You're off, you're off the discourse. Yeah. You're, not, you're not living in the... Uh, and there's a real negativity and an unseemliness to the online culture Mate, and discussion. When you're pretty much a traveling coaster salesman, the, the day it's away, <laughs> you don't really have time to... Like, I always know the base level thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, Kanye um, is, has said some anti-Semitic comments and I might see one or two examples online and I know enough... Yeah that if I That's have enough. to engage in a discussion about it I'm not going to be like yeah Kanye is crushing it right now like, I always just stay across things enough where I'm like I'm not going to feel left out in a social circumstance but I also in a way is it, I think it's wrong these days to say I, I do not care really about yeah. it's very selfish about other things I, I what do, are you, is all your care and attention on the self and on the coasters and on the family? Friends. Where is the friends care? And, friends, friends and family and myself. And that's quite insular. And I know that's a somewhat problem. Well, you're also, I mean, for many people in the comedy scene, you'll be, uh, you'll be dispirited. You know, the old Morrissey song, we hate it when our friends become successful. You know, someone gets the gala, someone does it, someone's up, someone's down. Right. But you really move with a click. Your, your business structure is much more like... Uh, much more like a, a black rapper mentality of where we go one, we go all, we're all here together. We all roll. I got my, I got my crew, I got my man, I'm helping him make his TikTok videos. Yeah. Go ro- Robert Irwin in a brothel. Do it, man. Make it happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of. I mean, Blake was just a good fit for opening. But you're right. Now, now we're doing his tour next year with, with our like business you're running his tour my brother is not me I didn't I did this thing it makes me feel uncomfortable getting involved with yeah. other comedians because I don't want to take their money I don't care I just want I want him to do well but then we're like he's like I want a tour and we're like oh who's doing it and he was like oh, I don't know I don't know how to do it and he's like should I just email venues and we're like oh my god and then we need to get you a tour manager sure but that's now listen my brother's going to talk to you about coasters yeah. and you need to tell him <laughs> no not. that was literally day one I was like look the snowman <laughs> will strike again but do not let him strike while the iron's cold <laughs> because the coaster market is not good he's got a lot of cold irons in Hang the refrigerator we, uh, are we being moved on no, no, no I think they want to join the podcast oh we're just we're just having a chat did you want to join in these were the right, people who were there. in the IKEA bed before. Do you want to? Oh, you were in the. Were you in the bed before? Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. Grab a chair. Come on over. And do you want to go over to yeah. to Luke? And we'll just have a quick chat now. And um. You're great. Now we're just on a podcast. Do, do you want to talk to each other in the IKEA food court? Here you go. Here we're just talking. It's it's, cool it's somewhat amusing. We're surprised that Hello. no one's moved us on. Hi. So, what was your name? And Hi, it's Sammy over here. Sammy and Natalia. Sammy. Yeah. What a pleasure. And what brings you to IKEA today? An apple and some uh, festive chocolate. An apple and some festive chocolate. Yeah. This is what we're discussing in the car. It's not the furniture that brings people to IKEA. It's the general oh, vibe. It was, 
It was the meatballs, but yeah. they're a bit expensive, we so actually, I, can't, I can't afford them. We actually <laughs> came for the quilt covers and the beds. You hung up on me. There's been a difficulty in the podcast. We'll now continue in two islands together. Hold on. Oh, I got a text. Oh, it's Luke calling back again. Sorry, Hello, I accidentally hung up the phone call. Can I talk to the person you've yes. got over there as well? Hey. Hello. What's your name? Oh, is Natalia. that too late? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Talia? Talia, what are you up to today in Ikea? Look, honestly, we're driving past. There was not much to do anywhere else but Ikea. Well, it was such a hot day. You know, we were going to record this in the parklands, but I said, I think an Ikea food course is the only place I want to go. Do you know what I was very disgusted with? What? Was the absence of the big cans of apple and pear drink that they used to have here. Do you know what I'm referring to? No, now I want to know. I'm going to have to, to have Google like that. used to have like 600 mil cans of a carbonated apple drink. It was, oh, except yes, you I do- know exactly what you're talking about. I do. Yeah. It's delicious. They've stopped it. They don't do it anymore. Have you asked them why? You know, at the moment, I'm trying to have as few interactions with the staff at IKEA as possible yeah, because I think enough. what I'm doing is probably not on. Now, do you want to talk to your friend for a moment on the podcast? Sure. Okay, here we go. Okay. Hey, man. Uh, How hey, are you? man. How are you going with your apple? Yeah, I'm halfway through, but I was scared that they could hear me crunch, so I didn't do it. <laughs> All right, well. This is really cool. All right. All right cool. Love being normal. All right, love you. I'll see you soon, all right? Okay, love well, you too. Uh, it's been a, it's been so a pleasure having us. you both on what the show. What a pleasure. Hope you have a wonderful day. Oh, man, that was it's a called fun. the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. You know what? If you've got a phone, if you've got a phone, I'll bang it on the phone. <laughs> it is on Spotify. Why yep. There is truly nothing that is more like shameless than a man plugging his podcast oh, no, that's in right. we'll court, and it's the podcast that he's currently recording mid mid record writing down the name of the pod in their phone well I'll dismiss that may I follow I'll give you a follow I'll give me a follow hey I'm on Instagram his name's Luke I'm James and we're just um so Luke what do you think is the prime motivator in your thank you so much for coming on god bless you have a good one would you say that the the desire to go forward and dominate will to power is what's motivating you at this point what makes you happy about doing these things um don't i mean it's so much fun like last night was so much fun don't you reckon wasn't it just it, like that room like i was saying this to megan i don't want this to sound like it's uh i don't know coming i look it was so much fun. Like, like we've been doing quite big venues this year on this tour, and that was probably the most fun I've had all year. And a tiny little room, yeah. two floors up in Adelaide. Wasn't it, just? it was just like there's something about it. I don't know. I like doing jokes. Is that weird? No, I think it's beautiful. I think it happens all too seldom in the business. And um, and you know, one one of the reasons I'm happy to have you on is that each of these levels, you know, the personal, the professional, and also your attitude about it. You seem to carry yourself with the ease of a one in another circumstance would be a holy man. And it's very strange and it's very humbling. Mm. And it, um, it's a lot for me to reflect on. Because I think of myself as a very small, bitter person. Oh, you know? I and so rarely so. do I come up. I may not project, but th- this is what haunts me. We're all haunted by an image of ourselves. We're all alienated by someone who we think we, we may be and who we wish to escape from. I think of Ursula Le Guin's uh, seminal classic, The Wizard of Earthsea. I don't know if you've read Ursula Le Guin's The Wizard of Earthsea. No, I have not. I'm not an oh, avid man, it's reader. Sick. Ah, now that's an interesting. You don't read. I say in my show that I read, but I guess I go on yes. to kind of prove that I don't really because I 
At one point, I do suggest that I'm more of a Captain Underpants man than an avid reader. <laughs> that got a big laugh from Dexter in the front row <laughs> last night. That was a night. 13-year-old boy, and it really got him back on board. Finally, have there been? No, but yeah. I got. Has, has any book ever resonated with you in a profound way? Oh yeah, um, I, I'm a big biography man more so these days. Like I, I'm a bit of a sucker. Again, I really like comedy, so I read books that, like from comedians. Like I read yes. Adam Hills's book. I really enjoyed that. I read Kevin Hart's book. Um, I read, I, oh, I got halfway through, I didn't finish it, Shane Jacobson's uh, A Road to Overnight Success. I a, remember the cover well. A great book. Um, but yeah, I, I'm more of like, I read about people, but then growing up, you know, the staunch Harry Potter man, uh, the basics, we're yeah. talking um, Too Cool, I don't know if you remember that franchise, uh, the Alex Ryder well, series, Teenage Spy. Uh, I, I very much enjoyed the Alex Ryder Teenage series. Teenage Spy, Skullduggery Pleasant, we're talking teen classics here. Um, that was more more because my mum used to work in a bookshop, so I used to get uh, quite and like you know get, I just get gifted books every year for Christmas. But then by the end, it's one of those things where if it's around you were too you off much, by you Twilight kind of, or was Twilight big enough that you were caught up into the Twilight world? No, that was that was it definitely was more female orientated. Particularly when I was in high school, you, you wouldn't be caught dead in year nine reading about Edward <laughs> Cullen and the lads. Ah uh, no, yes, I'm, I'm thinking about how. I'm a little bit older than you. And so it was, the movies hadn't come out yet and it was a cultural phenomenon. Yes. And it was, you knew it was mostly for girls, but you could rip through it in an afternoon. It's not a challenging read. No. But also then uh, something like The Hunger Games would have been too late for you as a teen. I think I did. I just watched the movies, but I think I read the first book or something and I was like, and then because I'd already seen the movies, I think I was like, oh, it bothers me. If you read it in reverse order, it then bothers you that the book is not like the movies because that's the way you know it but it's the same thing when they make uh, movie adaptations of books all the nerds go it's nothing like the book but I'm usually a movie man so I'm like the book's nothing like the film (laughs) (laughs) why doesn't the book say that Katniss is so hot Katniss is meant to be more hot isn't she supposed to be like 14 (laughs) I don't know I just think Jennifer Lawrence is a beautiful woman she is yes yeah, but, uh, I was doing an impression of of you. I want you to know that wasn't my thought. I was putting well, in that voice well, to go. I'm I'm Luke Kidgel, noted young pedophile. Right. I want you to know well, that was the. I bit. would appreciate it, particularly when we're in a IKEA Dude, food court. What about a little if Balenciaga? If you didn't personify me as an, <laughs> an, an, an as an outward pedophile. <laughs> no, you make a fair point and a good point and a kind point. Look, I think for episode one of this podcast. Which maybe it's a new show, maybe it's the old show, I don't know. I'll slap it on YouTube. But I think they've, they've let us get away with this for a long time. Yeah. And we should definitely move. Do you reckon we should move? I was just yeah. getting comfortable, but we can. I reckon we should. We could maybe move to a new location and finish this interview off. Where do you want to go? Where do you think is the next funniest place? Um, I mean, I, I didn't mind your idea of just do it right outside the IKEA. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice day out there. All right, if, it's, if we can find a spot in the shade, let's do I need it out some there. Vitamin Otherwise, D. we'll go to a park. Yeah. All right, let's do right. it. All right. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.